0: It's Wednesday, and welcome back to Legally Unfiltered. My name is Richard Sprinkle, attorney at law. I'm here with Franz Borchardt, attorney at law, and we are here to bring you stories in the news and stories that affect your life, and they all have a bit of a legal twist. And folks, we are proud to announce LegallyUnfiltered.com has launched. You can now find us online in yet another place besides just Facebook, besides just Twitter, and besides SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google. You can go to LegallyUnfiltered.com, listen to all the shows, send us emails post pictures whatever you like we want to hear from you guys this week we have some interesting stuff to talk about people have heard about folks using cameras to spy on other folks this has happened in the nfl I'm not going to name any names about teams that are accused of doing that but it's happened but what happens when the sheriff's department is using courtroom cameras to spy on jurors notebooks and defendants uh, attorneys in court well i'll tell you what happens folks bad stuff bad stuff unless you are of course the defendant in this san juan county uh uh, misdemeanor trial franz what do you what's your take on this thing
1: so so here it is i've got several things i just want to chat about so so first and foremost um the cops the police have to play by a set of rules now it is not it is not the case that they have to be truthful during the investigation phase. Cops can lie and and do what they need to do within the bounds of the Constitution uh, during the investigation phase. I'm
0: convinced the general public doesn't know about that, and that's something we gotta talk about one of these days. Right,
1: So so one of the things this raises is, if they caught it this time, how many times has this happened before? And if they're willing to do it during a misdemeanor, what are they willing not to do? You know, it, it, it's scary. And, and look, it should be noted that this case was ultimately thrown out because of the actions of this of this. Um, I guess, this this deputy that was using or the sheriff that was using um, this mechanism to to basically spy on on both the defense and the jury notebooks. And so and so it raises some serious red flags. We, you know, we are entitled to do process, not screw process. So so the red flags are obvious. You got to you got to first of all, you don't get unfettered access to to the defense and their and their information and what they're doing. But more to the point, juries
0: are constitutionally charged. Franz, you're getting super excited. Let me back up for a second and give the the listeners some context here. So what happened, guys, is there was a misdemeanor trial going on. Uh, There was a the typical judge that normally sits that bench was out. There was a stand in judge. And whenever that happens, things get a little confused. Sometimes Uh, attorneys have to go up to the bench, talk to the judicial administrator or the minute clerk or somebody to make sure calendars are aligned, to make sure everything's all copacetic. And that's exactly what happened. The defense attorney went up to talk to the judicial administrator. At the judicial administrator's desk, she has a couple of monitors, one of which shows whatever work she's actually typing up, and the other one shows all of the security cameras that are... Uh, feeding uh, into the monitor from that courtroom, so as she's just sitting there doing her thing, she notices something very peculiar out of the corner of her eye. And, and by the way, this is the sheriff. This is Sheriff Ron Krebs. Yep. Okay. So,
1: so not to interrupt you, but but I'm, I am excited about this topic. <laughs> he's fired up, folks. Yeah, he's using
0: a camera. Yeah, he's using a camera. So to what, ba- ha- what what's happening is the camera's moving and zooming in and out, and these are typically stationary cameras, folks. They're just literally there to see if somebody like spits on the carpet or. or or steal something or whatever from the courtroom. They're not there to be used as intelligence-gathering devices, for God's sakes.
1: The court of law in the United States, whether you're in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, or Seattle— it's supposed to be a place of fairness. Yes. And, and and when I say fairness, I'm 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 thinking of the Constitution. I'm thinking about due process. I'm thinking about your right to a fair trial. It's not supposed to be a place where the sheriff unilaterally decides, I'm gonna start looking at jury notes. Yep. And I'm gonna start looking at at, at the defense team and their strategies and, and whatnot. And and what happens is this erodes self confidence or, or or our view. This erodes the view that that' The courtroom is a place where you're going to get that fair shake. You're you're presumed innocent. You're you're innocent until proven guilty. And this
0: is just a giant erosion of civil rights. I'm presuming the sheriff wasn't even in the building while he was doing it, because according to testimony and documents, the sheriff was manipulating the camera from the sheriff's dispatch office. Now, it could be in the same building, but It's not like this guy's the great and powerful Oz around the curtain right there where things are happening. No, no. He's sitting back at home base spying on the defense. So so what happens is, is the
1: innocent person doesn't get a fair trial. Nope. The person that really does commit crimes may get a free ride. In this case, there was a dismissal. Um, and again, I bring up the point of if he's done it in this case, what's to stop him in a minor misdemeanor case? What's them to stop? What's to stop him from doing it in more serious cases? And look, I was saying earlier, the jury is is and and look, we we practice law in a place where juries juries jurors don't normally take notes. They can if everybody kind of agrees to it, but 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 they are entitled to a certain level of confidentiality. They're entitled to a certain uh, level of privacy. And, and, And again, zooming in on the notebooks or notes is just scary and creepy. I'm reminded of the NFL. You know, you know, how do we feel about teams that steal signals and steal communications in the nfl and, and in fact teams college and pro go to great lengths to conceal what's being said on the mics and, and to prevent lip reading and, and, and infiltration how would you feel about a, the fairness of one team having access to the other team's uh you know communications and their audio and all that i mean it well, just it eats at the
0: core of, of that word again, fairness. It ruins the integrity of, of the game of football. Right. But I, I I will posit that this is far, far worse because we're not talking about losing a, a, a football game here. We're talking about, well, in this case it's a misdemeanor, potentially spending six months in jail. And I don't want someone's liberty being taken away because the other side is cheating. The other side is looking at what jurors are writing down messages are getting texted back to the prosecution who sees a text on their apple watch and knows now what to talk about because the jurors have already keyed in on something yeah
1: and and by the way i'm looking at the article from the seattle times folks and this is not the first time that the sheriff's office has run afoul Run afoul and had issues. Um, in 2016. Uh, in 2016, a a court threw out a case because essentially a high school teacher accused of having sex with a student um, was 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 let off because it was revealed that the sheriff's detective on the case was having sex with the victim and he lied about it. Mm. So, so this sheriff's office has a couple of rogues, um, including possibly the sheriff. And and look, folks. If you want to convict a bad person doing bad stuff, do it the right way, because when you don't do it the right way, what happens is is things get thrown out. You you trample on constitutional rights. There's a consequence to it. We are not in a justice system where the ends justify the means when it comes to your right to a fair trial. And this is just outlandish and stupid. It is unnecessary. And 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 look, I hope that they prosecute this sheriff. I hope that they they do something of consequence to him for doing what he's doing. He's violating the law. His job is. To provide courtroom security, I would imagine, at these proceedings, not to take advantage of the fact that he has access to courtroom
0: security. How do you feel if you're the judge and that's going on in your courtroom? How do you feel if you have been entrusted by the public? I don't know if if I I don't know if they're appointed or elected out there. Honestly, I haven't checked. I claim ignorance on that. But either way, if you're entrusted with the integrity and fairness of justice in your courtroom and you find out the sheriff has installed controllable, remote controllable pan tilt zoom cameras so that he can spy on things. How? What? What? I mean, if I'm the judge, that chaps so, me. So they raw. caught. They caught. They caught this guy because another judge
1: was filling in. Okay, the the judge was was working on another matter, and had they not had a substitute judge, the whole entire incident would likely have gone unnoticed. Um, that is, and and this is from the article. That is the frightening thing. Is and it goes back to
0: how many times has this. happened? happen. You know, you know, you, you have to ask if the other judge was aware of it. if the this, the normal judge who's always well, there, I hope, are they aware?
1: Of it? I, I would hope that they're not because that too. opens up a whole bunch of other cans of worms. And
0: lots of cases have
1: to be so deplorable, deplorable behavior. Depleted. Not good. Um, jurors have a right to privacy. The defense has a you know, look, we. You know, we, we have a rule called work product, where you can't get into the work product of another attorney, so that you can get a bird's eye view of strategy, mm-hmm. uh, tactics. So, so the unfairness of this goes without saying. But we like this story because I'm glad they caught this guy. Absolutely. And look, and look, this this opens up a lot of questions about what happens. And look, each court, each court does trials differently. Um, in the 19th JDC in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, they don't have courtroom cameras and videos. In fact, videos are prohibited. But again, using a telephonic device to to look at the defense table's notes, not okay absolutely, positively not okay. Um, we wanted to shed some light and give some attention to this story out of Seattle. We, we hope that you go to the Seattle Times and read it. It's recent. It's a recent story. It happened what, Richard, in February?
0: Well, February the, article, 4th? the article ran on the 7th of February 2019, so it must be fairly recent. Yes,
1: sir. Yes, sir. So that's about it for this episode. Sheriff uses courtroom camera to view jurors notebook, um, sparks a whole bunch of different constitutional issues, and causes a dismissal when you don't follow the law, that's what should happen. The just and fair result is that that charges should be dismissed. We wanted to shed some light on it. This is attorney Franz Borcard along with attorney Richard Sprinkle. If you've got questions about this podcast, or if you have some suggestions on future podcasts, please drop us an email at legallyunfiltered at gmail.com. Visit our website, www legallyunfiltered.com. Visit us on our social media, Facebook, Twitter, or you can listen on SoundCloud, uh, Google Play, or of course, iTunes. Have a great Wednesday and we'll talk to you soon. The views and opinions expressed in Legally Unfiltered do not constitute legal advice. If you would like legal advice on the topics that we've discussed, send us money. That's right. Go ahead and retain us. Do not, kids, try this at home.